0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly.
1: God, my God, why have you abandoned me? The Lord has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning he opens my ears that I might hear, and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard, my face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced, have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. My God, my God, why have you
2: abandoned
1: me? All who see me scoff at me They mock me with parted lips and they wag their heads He relied on the Lord, let him deliver him Let him rescue him if he loves him My God, my God Why have you
2: abandoned me?
1: Indeed, dogs surround me Evildoers close in upon me They've pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? They divide my garments among themselves, and for my vesture they cast lots. But you, O Lord, be not far from me. O my help, hasten to aid. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I will proclaim your name to my brethren. In the midst of assembly, I will praise you. O you who fear the Lord, praise him, you descendants of Jacob. Give glory to him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? The Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ According to John Jesus went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley. There was a garden there, and he and his disciples entered it. The place was familiar to Judas as well, the one who was to hand him over, because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. Judas took the cohort, as well as guards supplied by the chief priests and the Pharisees, and went there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, aware of all that would happen to him, stepped forward and said to them, Who is it you want? they replied, Jesus, the Nazarene. He answered, I am he. Now Judas, the one who was to hand him over, was there with them. As Jesus said to them, I am he, they retreated slightly and fell to the ground. Jesus put the question to them again, who is it you want? They repeated, Jesus the Nazarene. Jesus said, I have told you, I am he. If I am the one you want, let these men go. This was to fulfill what he had said, I have not lost one of those you gave me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the slave of the high priest, severing his right ear. The slave's name was Malchus. At that, Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword back in its sheath. Am I not to drink the cup the Father has given me? Then the soldiers of the cohort, their tribune, and the Jewish guards arrested Jesus and bound him. They led him first to Annas, the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had proposed to the Jews the advantage of having one man die for the people. Simon Peter, in company with another disciple, kept following Jesus closely. This disciple, who was known to the high priest, stayed with Jesus as far as the high priest's courtyard, while Peter was left standing at the gate. The disciple, known to the high priest, came out and spoke to the woman at the gate and then brought Peter in. This servant girl who kept the gate said to Peter,
0: Aren't you one of his followers?
1: He replied, Not I. Now the night was cold, and the servants and the guards who were standing around had made a charcoal fire to warm themselves. Peter joined them and stood there warming himself. The high priest questioned Jesus first about his disciples, then about his teaching. Jesus answered by saying, I have spoken publicly to anyone who would listen. I always taught in the synagogue or in the temple area where all the Jews come together. There was nothing secret about anything I said. Why do you question me? Question those who heard me when I spoke. It should be obvious that they will know what I said. At this reply, one of the guards who was standing nearby gave Jesus a sharp blow on the face. He said, Is that the way to answer the high priest? Jesus replied, If I have said anything wrong, produce the evidence. But if I spoke the truth, why hit me? Annas next sent him, bound, to the high priest Caiaphas. All through this, Peter had been standing there warming himself. They said to him, Are you not a disciple of his? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the high priest's slaves, as it happened, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had severed, insisted... But did I not see you with him in the garden? Peter denied it again. At that moment, a cock began to crow. At daybreak, they brought Jesus from Caiaphas to the praetorium. They did not enter the praetorium themselves, for they had to avoid ritual impurity if they were to eat the Passover supper. Pilate came out to them and demanded... What accusation do you bring against this man? They retorted, If he were not a criminal, we would certainly not have handed him over to you. At this, Pilate said, Why do you not take him and pass judgment on him according to your law? The Jews answered, We may not put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said, indicating the sort of death he had to die. Pilate went back into the praetorium and summoned Jesus. He asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Are you saying this on your own, or have others been telling you about me? Pilate retorted, I am no Jew. It is your own people and the chief priests who have handed you over to me. What have you done? My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my subjects would be fighting to save me from being handed over to the Jews. As it is, my kingdom is not here. At this, Pilate said to him, So then, you are a king. Jesus replied, It is you who say I am a king. The reason I was born, the reason why I came into the world, is to testify to the truth. Anyone committed to the truth hears my voice. Pilate said, Truth? What does that mean? After this remark, Pilate went out again to the Jews and said to them, Speaking for myself, I find no case against this man. Recall your custom whereby I release someone to you at Passover time. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? And they shouted back, We want Barabbas, not this one. Barabbas was an insurrectionist. Pilate's next move was to take Jesus and have him scourged. The soldiers then wove a crown of thorns and fixed it upon his head, throwing around his shoulders a cloak of royal purple. Repeatedly, they came up to him and said, slapping his face as they did so, All hail, King of the Jews. Pilate went out a second time and said to the crowd, Observe what I do. I'm going to bring him out to you to make you realize I find no case against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple cloak, Pilate said to them, Behold the man. As soon as chief priests and the temple guards saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said, Take him and crucify him yourselves. I find no case against him. The Jews responded, We have our law, and according to that law he must die, because he made himself to be God's son. When Pilate heard this kind of talk, he was more afraid than ever. Going back to the praetorium, he said to Jesus, Where do you come from? Jesus would not give him an answer. So Pilate asked him, Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have the power to release you and the power to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power over me whatever unless it were given to you from above. That is why the one who handed me over to you is guilty of the greater sin. After this, Pilate was eager to release him. But the Jews shouted, If you free this man, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who makes himself a king becomes Caesar's rival. Pilate heard what they were saying, then brought Jesus outside and took a seat on a judge's bench at the place called the Stone Pavement. Gabbatha in Hebrew. It was the preparation day for Passover, and the hour was about noon. He said to the Jews, Look at your king. At this they shouted, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate explained, What? Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests replied, We have no king but Caesar. In the end, Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified. Jesus was led away, and carrying the cross by himself, went out to what is called the place of the skull, in Hebrew, Golgotha. There they crucified him and two others with him, one on either side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had an inscription placed on the cross which read, Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. This inscription in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek was read by many of the Jews since the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. The chief priests of the Jews tried to tell Pilate, You should not have written the king of the Jews. Write instead, This man claimed to be king of the Jews. And Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. After the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them four ways, one for each soldier. There was also his tunic, but this tunic was woven in one piece from top to bottom and had no seam. They said to each other, We shouldn't tear it. Let us throw dice to see who gets it. The purpose of this was to have the scripture fulfilled. They divided my garments among them. For my clothing they cast lots. And this was what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus there stood his mother, his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Seeing his mother there with a disciple whom he loved, Jesus said to his mother, Here is your son, behold, there is your mother. Here is your son, behold, Make him your own Here is your son And all my sisters And brothers Take them now And love them as your own Tell them of my love And my mercy Tell them That I long to set them free. Tell them that I'm near to chase away their fear. Tell them that they can come to me. Here is your son, behold, there is your mother. Here is your son, behold, make him your own. Here is your son and all my sisters and brothers. Take them now and love them as your own. From that hour onward, the disciple took her into his care. After that, Jesus, realizing that everything was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. There was a jar there full of common wine. They stuck a sponge soaked in this wine on some hyssop and raised it to his lips. When Jesus took the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and delivered over his spirit. Since it was the preparation day, the Jews did not want to have the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a solemn feast day. They asked Pilate that the legs be broken and the bodies be taken away. Accordingly, the soldiers came and broke the legs of the men crucified with Jesus, first of the one, then of the other. When they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. One of the soldiers thrust a lance into his side, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This testimony has been given by an eyewitness, and his testimony is true. He tells what he knows is true, so that you may believe. These events took place for the fulfillment of Scripture. Break none of his bones. There is still another Scripture passage which says, They shall look upon him whom they have pierced. Afterward, Joseph of Arimathea, a disciple of Jesus, although a secret one for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate's permission to remove Jesus' body. Pilate granted it, so they came and took the body away. Nicodemus, the man who had first come to Jesus by night, likewise came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, which weighed about a hundred pounds. They took Jesus' body and in accordance with the Jewish burial custom, bound it up in wrappings of cloth with perfumed oils. In the place where he had been crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been buried. Because of the Jewish preparation day, they buried Jesus there, for the tomb was close at hand.
0: April issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available in your local parish. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly, call us at 847-8744. Or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org. Or call 847-8744. You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.